proud to present Her Wind Trust, helping women make money moves. This exclusive weekly feature during the Perry Small Show is brought to you by Chicago's Bank, Wind Trust Financial. Then it is 1138 on the talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON. My name is Perry Small, and you are listening to one of my favorite segments, Her Wind Trust. And another reason why it's a favorite, because I get to have people like Donna Grant. Donna is in the Chatham community with the business, the Licorice Lounge. Um, whenever I wanted to find my father, well, when it was the shelter, I would go up there and get money. That's what I would do. The shelter had been around for so long. And then after it closed, uh, Donna, uh, after it had been closed for a while, Donna decided to open it up. Hi, Donna Grant. How are you? How are you? We used to, when Empire first started, we had a watch party every Wednesday night. And um, one of the reasons why we did that is because when the, the radio station was in Chatham right down the street, uh, one of Melody's goals, can get closer to the mic, one of Melody's goals was for all of us, all of the business owners to work together, you know. Correct. And that was the one thing about um, Chatham for many years. You had the Chatham Business Association. Uh, you had, you know, and then you had all of these businesses and black-owned businesses in Chatham. And it was just a different place, And so we're trying to get that back. And Donna, I think that might be one of the reasons why you decided to open up, because owning a bar is not easy work. Correct. So tell us, when did you take this leap of faith, and of all places, why in Chatham? Um, I wanted to stay in the community Mm -hmm. because I wanted to, I see so many other businesses in the community Mm -hmm. that I wanted to, we're kind of close to a school. Mm -hmm. So I noticed that the little kids used to walk past going to school. And my idea was to let them see female black business owner to be an example to them because we don't see that. We don't see too many male black business owners. Not anymore. Not anymore. And in my day, all we saw was black business owners. And all we did was shop with black business owners, not because we were being funny or anything. Or anti-anything. Right. Right. It was just because that was our neighborhood. Right. Right. They were in our community. They lived in our community. They had businesses in our community. And we were just, it was just convenient. So where did you grow up? I grew up in um, Woodlawn. You grew up in Woodlawn. Right. And when you look at Woodlawn today, can you believe it, the changes that you're seeing? I really can. Because okay. when, I was, when I was growing up, I mean, the whole 63rd Street uh-huh. from Cottage all the way to 63rd and Halsted pretty much had black businesses. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm accustomed to. And when I moved back to the city, I noticed that there were no black business owners. Mm-hmm. Well, very few, mm-hmm. you know. And I kind of was like, okay, well, I feel like I can bring something to the table for my community because this is where I grew up. And and, and you had, it was a good anchor, too, because, I mean, the shelter, they had the shelter deli. Right. And then it had... Um, it, it had the, the bar, and like I said, everybody's father was up there right. all, all the time. Right. So whenever I needed money, that's where I would go right. uh, to find Pop. I would see his car parked in front, <laughs> I, and that's what I was. That's right. what I did. And so, Donna, tell me why, um, when did you decide to 
uh, take this leap of faith. Because as I said, this is a hard business right. to be in owning, you know, a, 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 a bar. Right. So what, what happened? When, when did you decide that you wanted to do this? I moved back to the city. And when I moved back to the city, I was doing like promotions and events and things like that. Okay. So I just... It just came up. Okay, well, I want to own a bar. I have no idea why. I know my grandparents own, like, packaged good liquor stores and things like that oh, in the okay. community back in the day. Uh-huh. And it just popped in my head. I thought it would be fun. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it would be as much work as it is, but mm-hmm. it is worth it. But um, with the bar, I just felt like it would be pretty challenging, and it was challenging. And it was. It and was very. Now, in the very beginning, you're like, why in the hell did I get involved in this? Right. Before I even got a city license and a liquor license, I'm thinking, okay, it's been a year. Why am I trying to still do this? And I have all these obstacles that I haven't, like, gotten over just to even open up. So this is a big issue, and I'm glad that you mentioned it because one of the biggest complaints about small businesses in Chicago right. is that it's not it's not small business friendly. It's not. In Chicago. No, they it's not. make you jump through hoops right. with fire right. and, and 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 nuclear bombs right. and, and everything else. Right. How did you how did you maintain how did you maintain your vision while going through all of these different obstacles? What really kept me going is when I would tell people I was gonna open a bar about the property first. Mm-hmm. And when I said I'm going to open a, a bar, you know, it was already and Chatham. Known in, in Chatham. Mm-hmm. And other people came up to get their dads out the bar to get money also. Right. Right. That's just what they did. <laughs> um, but um, when I... I forgot the question. No, I'm saying, <laughs> what, how did you how did you get, you know, how did you stay focused oh. with all of the, you know, with all these obstacles coming right. up with you every right. day? And, I mean, did you ever say, now, what the hell? I did. I did after it took a year. But the obstacle, the biggest obstacle that stayed in my mind was everyone kept saying, oh, you'll never get a liquor license. You'll never get a liquor license. And I'm thinking, well, why won't I get a liquor license? Right. You know, other people have a liquor license. Why right. not? Mm-hmm. You know? And it was it's so many stereotypes about African Americans, females getting liquor license. You know, I didn't know that. What are the stereotypes? That, that you're not going to get one. That you're not going to get one. It, I think it's just a perceived notion in the community that you're never getting liquor license for whatever reason. You know, and this business is pretty much male dominant. You know, it's not that many female business owners. Now, it is a lot of back-in-the-day original female business owners, uh-huh. and those are the ones that kept me motivated mm-hmm. and kept me on top of my task because I did. I was like, you know what? I can do something else. I don't have to do this. Because the woman that owned the shelter, she was, a, she was a woman. I mean, well, yeah, that was a woman that owned the shelter after her husband died, right? Right, right. Yeah, it was. A, they were married. Right. And then the kids took it over. Okay. But I didn't know any of them. Okay. Yeah, it had been close three years before about the shelter. And you know, it would break my heart every time I would drive past yeah. there. And so when one day when I saw that opening soon, right. I got excited. Right. And so when Melody said, we're going to help this sister out, right. and, and you know, get people in, I was like, this is fantastic. Right. right. And so, do so, you know, how long have you actually had the, um, the place open now? It has been open for 
nine years. I can't believe it. We have we have been we've owned the building for ten and a half, but it took a whole year to get that liquor license while while paying for a mortgage for a business that was not that allowed wasn't open. to open because of all the obstacles. So let me ask you this: Did you have to? How did you? Funded? How did you? How did you open? Did you have savings? Did you have to go to friends and family? Did you have to take out a business loan? What did or, or all the above? We, you know what? We took out a. It's me and my sister. Okay. We took out a business loan, right? And the rest of it, we just funded with personal money. And the way that I found it was, I was selling real estate, and I saw it on the MLS one day, uh-huh. and I said, "Okay, I'm going to go and look at this." Mm-hmm. And when I looked at it. I knew something was wrong because he showed it to me with all the lights out. You know, it was evening. It was dark. You had to have a flashlight. Mm-hmm. But in my head, we already knew we were going to buy it. So what was wrong? What, what, did, what did you see when you went to see the property? Just neglect. Years and years of neglect. Just taking the money out and never putting any money back into it. Now, that what you just said is key. Yeah. Because... In the nine years that you've been open, right, I have seen you, and that, and and the establishment, make improvements right. constantly. Right. I mean, from opening it up, from putting the patio. What right. are some of the other things that you did? We had a really bad sewage problem, uh-huh. and I, I think that the sewage problem just is on 87th Street. Okay. I don't know, but I know recently they corrected it. Okay. But we just had like a sewage backup. It just has a bad sewer smell. Mm-hmm. So we had to deal with the plumber drilling and, and connecting pipes that were not connected underneath the ground mm-hmm. and the raw sewage was just like overflowing everywhere. That was a big problem that we had. And other things that we had were kind of like minor things. Mm-hmm. like. Basically, we have had to start to slowly just redo every single thing that's there, one at a time. What advice would you give um, people that are listening? Mm -hmm. Before you buy a property, open a business Mm -hmm. where you're going to have to have the city involved with licensing and all of that. What would you do differently this time? You know what? I don't think I would do anything differently because I think that challenge from the very beginning has just taught me so many things that I need to take with me. Mm-hmm. And I never want to be a business owner that just takes the money out of the business. Mm-hmm. I want to always be a business owner that constantly, you know, evolve and put different things in the business and do different things and just kind of guide and lead because, you know, we do have a patio. Mm-hmm. And it's not very many patios on the south on side. On the Chicago. south side, right. Right. So Let me just tell you. Okay. It's so much fun Thank being you. at the liquor <laughs> Let me tell you, it is so much fun. Thank you. Guys, you remember Greg Hinton. He was a very good friend of mine. And, Donna, tell our listeners how much Greg meant to you. Greg was a phenomenal guy. He was, he if as a business owner. Mm-hmm. He came to me before I even knew, like, him, period. He was like, hey, sis, if you need anything, I'm here to help you. My thing was, yeah, okay, I've heard that before. Right. But I could call Greg and say, hey, Greg, you know, I need to do this, and I'm having a bad week, or, hey, Greg, I need to get some people in here. My mortgage is due, and I've had a slow slow week or a slow month. Mm -hmm. He was there. He would come Sunday. Everybody would come and 
you know, he would invite everyone just to come and support. It was so much fun. He was my number one supporter. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, so it's good to have a support system like Greg and other people like that and Melody and other folks like that. And so that's the one lesson that I learned as I've seen these different businesses. If you, people who know people, you know, the influencers in our community, you've got to have their support. And what, what, what does it mean to you to have that kind of support from these kind of individuals? You know what? For me, it really means that they really want me in the neighborhood. They really want me to succeed. You know, and Melanie is the first person. Whenever something would go wrong in my business, like if I had a ceiling roof or, I mean, leak or whatever, Melanie would be like, sis, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, we've all gone through all of these things. It's going to be okay. She would keep me level, you know. But I just I wish you would have been around when she was going crazy. I, that's what she told me. That's what she said. She said, I have been through things she worse. Is, right. Than, yes. And I couldn't even imagine because, you know, when you're going through something, you think, okay, this is only happening to me. But when she would sit there and explain things, I would be like, okay, well, why not me? I can handle this, you know? So do you have other mentors that you go to? Do you have, do you have a support system where mentors that can help you, you know, see things um, differently than you already see them. I'm kind of give you a different perspective. I do. I do. And th- is that, has that been key to your success? That has been key to my success. And back to what you said about um, the um, power uh-huh. with the group of you guys, I think that's what it takes. It takes other business owners to kind of lead the neighborhood because now we have so many things and people that have like gone through the cracks right some people don't know how to dedicate shopping in a community right once or twice a month or right. things like that so i think when when they see other business owners in your business you know i think that that's just a plus for me because it means so much I mean, if it's just guys, you know, one day a week going and have a drink, right? You know, with your friend and that sort of thing, because we want you to succeed. Right. Give tell our listeners what the address is. See, I live so close, right? You know, right. I could have a Tito's every day, right? But go ahead. <laughs> the address is six hundred seven East Eighty Seventh Street. Why yeah. did you name it Liquor? You know, everyone asked me that question, but it kind of, in my head, it kind of related to liquor and maybe other things that I was going to have. Okay. So I I just thought of the candy, and actually someone else helped me name the name Licorice, so it was kind of a joint. What is your vision? What is your vision, and when do you think you're going to reach its fruition? What's your vision for Licorice? My vision. Because I'm going to make this happen. Okay. My vision is to be a south side bar mm-hmm. with a downtown feel where you don't have to go. We don't pay for parking. You know, we don't charge $20 for a martini, you know, mm-hmm. it, to, just to be powerful in the community where everyone can just come and enjoy themselves, have a good time and, and just know that it's female black owned mm-hmm. and, and just be dedicated to supporting it. Right. Do you have like, um, have you done things like signature drinks yes. and that sort of thing? So tell us what some of your signature drinks are. Well, we've had, well, we haven't named them, but okay. we'll have a drink of the day. Okay. All right. You know, so, and then I have each bartender make come in and they make their drink of the day. Oh, okay. So everyone has a drink of the day. So it's a, it's a, you, they can be creative. They can be creative. And it's not stifled. 
and it's relaxed nope. and nope. you don't have to. I, I think that's a wonderful idea. Yeah. Let me just tell you guys this. In the Like I said, it is so much fun. Um, was there for Greg's birthday party, and then he was planning another party before he passed, Correct. right? He had already invited everybody to the party, right. so all of us are stressed out and right. can't believe it, right? right? And what is so nice about it is, first of all, you're in the neighborhood. It's very nostalgic for me because my father was there every day of his life. Right. Him and his friend. Right. Um, the city inspectors and all of that sort right. of thing. And then when you opened up that patio, right. just to be on the south side right. on 87th Street in an establishment that has a patio and you're looking cute, right. you know, and right. it's good company and all right. of that. It was, it's just awesome, Donna. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you don't have to go downtown you don't have just to go, go and sit outside and enjoy right. a summer day. Yeah. And, you know, and if you live in, now, I, I thought you lived in the south suburbs. Do you live in the south suburbs? No, I used to live in the north suburbs. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, then. So um, our, how, tell, how much time do you spend there? I spent uh, most of my time there. You I do. would say 80% of my time is spent. Yeah, because I have to be there. When people come in, they come in, they come to have a good time. Right. But a lot of people come in to see me. They want to see me at the bar. They want to talk. They have, want to have a conversation. Which, well, you're just so beautiful. Well, it makes them comfortable. <laughs> you know, They everyone, and I have people even before I opened the bar uh-huh. when I was just doing functions. Right who come from all around just to support me. Yeah. You know? Because of the work that you did Because before. of the work. Like, you were yeah. like an event specialist yeah. and all yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, So you understand it. So is this is this your purpose? This is this is one of my purposes. This is I one think. of your purposes. Yeah. yeah. Do you have family members that, uh, other than your sister, mm-hmm. um, that you have, you know, gotten them involved in it? I mean, I don't know how old your kid, your daughters or kids are, but you know, do you? I mean, do you? Are you an example to the younger people in the Grant family? Yeah, I am. Like my son, him and his wife, they had to bartend when I first opened for three years. Wow. And they got no pay. Because we were in the process of building. Right. You know what I mean? They would get, like, a little bit of money, but they got no pay. Right. So they did it after their jobs. And see, that, so when you talk about support, you right. had family support. Yeah. When, before you opened, you and your sister decided to right. open Licorice. Right. Did you have family meetings? We did, but my sister lives in Detroit. So okay. we would have meetings, you know, like that. But we even they didn't have FaceTime nine no, years ago. No, I don't they? think so. I don't think so. But what we did, we now we still just get together and just talk about different ideas. And like um, my son and my bartenders, even my family comes in because we have bingo on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay, well, so every me. morning we have bingo. You have Tuesday, morning bingo. We have morning bingo. Yeah, because the seniors come in. They do come in. That is we, it's, so And cute. it's geared towards the seniors because a lot of seniors, you know, they may not have family or they just may be lonely and need something to do. And the big thing now are day parties. Right. And we feed our seniors, too. 
Oh, well, you know, do they come with the plastic bags? No, they okay. don't. <laughs> no, they don't. Are we going to go? One, are we going to go? Marsha, are we going to go? I'm inviting all of you guys to come. All right, then. Listen, it is always so good to see you. Thank you for having and me. And, again, it is Licorice Lounge. It is a good place. If you guys are having a birthday party or you haven't seen your girlfriends in a while, well, where are we going to meet? We're going to meet up there at the Licorice Lounge. You don't have to pay for parking. You don't have to drive forever. And it is uh, just a friendly place to be. Right. Congratulations Thank for you. sticking it out. Thank you. It, was there ever a time that you said, I'm not going to be doing this much? Yeah, like it. two weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I sat there and cried at the bar. And uh, then I said, okay, shake it off. Shake yeah. it off. Yeah. Well, listen, it has been a pleasure to see you Thank again. You. And, I'll, and you'll Thanks be seeing me and Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Okay. All right. Real soon. I just want to, oh, and Sam too. Okay. Um, Sam, I just want to say you did job well done this week. You are uh, the consummate professional. We have enjoyed you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Marsha. You really worked hard this week. I'll give you that. La Tierra, I think I had so many good shows because you were just in the building. Celebrate at the liquor. We're going to celebrate at the liquor. Okay, awesome. All right, then. 